So let's review. In the previous daf, the Gemara cited Rav who said, In the case of Chalitza B'sula, a weak Chalitza, when Yibam is not possible due to an Isser, all brothers must give Chalitza. The Chalitza B'sula of one brother does not release the Yavama from the Zika of the other brothers. The Gemara also cites Shmuel, who according to the second Peshat disagrees and says, the Chalitza Pesula of one brother does release her from the other brothers. The Gemara here cites another ruling of Shmuel, which seems to contradict this ruling. Amar Shmuel, The scenario is as follows. There are three brothers, Ruben, Shimon, Balevi. Shimon and Balevi were married to two sisters, Rachel Balea, and also each had another unrelated wife, Bela Bezilpa. If Shimon and Balevi die, they all fall for Yim to Reuben. He cannot be Miyam any one of them Midrabanan, because Rachel Valeya are each Achesukukasli, and Bela Bezilpa are each Tsaras Achesukukasli. This would render Chalitza with any one of them a Chalitza Psula. However, as Rav Ashi later explains, since they are only Asamidrabanan, the Isra of Tsaras Achesukukasli is weaker than the Isra of Achesukukasli which makes the chalitza of the tsaris less of the chalitza b'sula than the chalitza of the chayis, and Shmuel holds that we must always do the better chalitza. Therefore, Amar Shmuel, Chalitz la'chayis, lo'y niftru tsaris, le'tsaris niftra chayis. If he did the weaker chalitza with the sisters, Rocha Balea, their co-wives, Bilabazilpa, are not released. If he did the stronger chalitza with the co-wives, Bilabazilpa, the sisters, Rocha Balea, are released. Apparently, Shmuel holds that a chalitza b'sula is effective only for the one who performed it. The Gemara reconciles Shmuel's opinion as follows. Ki karmer Shmuel chalitza ma'al yebi'inon hanemili lemifter etzerasa avemifter anavsha patra. There is a difference between the Yavamas and the brothers. A chalitza b'sula of one Yavama does not release the other Yavamas, but a chalitza b'sula of one brother releases this Yavama from the other brothers. Shmuel issued two similar rulings. Chalitz labaylas haget, le'niftra tzara, le'tzara niftra labaylas haget. If the Yavam gave a get to his Yavama, he can no longer be miyam har but he must still give her chalitza to release her from the zika. Therefore, her chalitza is a chalitza b'sula and does not release her tzara. However, the chalitza of the tzara releases the one who received the get. Similarly, chalitz labaylas ha-maimer, le'niftra tzara, le'tzara niftra labaylas maimer. If the Yavam gave his Yavama a Maimer, and he then decides not to be Miyavam Har, he must give her Chalitza to release her from the Zika, and a Get to release her from the Maimer, which is Kedusha Medrabana. Her Chalitza is considered Chalitza B'sula, because without the Get, it does not release her completely. Therefore, it does not release her Tzara. However, the Chalitza of the Tzara, which releases her completely, also releases the one who received the Maimer from the Zika. Of course, she must still receive the Get. The Gemara asks the following Shiloh. If he gave a get to one Yavama and a Maimer to another Yavama, which one is the preferred one from Chalitza? Is her Chalitza stronger? Because with the get, he already began to sever their relationship. Or is the other one's Chalitza stronger? Because with the Maimer, he had strengthened their relationship. The Gemara proves from a brisa shmamina ki adodi ninu shmamina. They are equal, and as Rashi writes, 
He can give chalitza to either one to release both of them because either chalitza would be equally deficient. The Gemara proceeds to another case in a similar scenario. There are three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Levi. Two sisters, Rochavaleya, were married to Shimon Levi, who subsequently died, and they fell for Yibn to Reuben. He cannot be miyam any one of the Midrabanam because they are each Achesukukasai. He must do Chalitza with each one because they are coming from a different Baal. Rav adds, If either Rachel or Leah dies before Reuben did Chalitza, he can be miyam the other because she is no longer Achesukukasai. Obviously, Shimon Balevi did not die at the same moment. Therefore, let's say, for example, Shimon died first, and Rachel became a Yavama. At that time, she was Mutabiyibim because she was not Anachesuk Kasai. Later, when Levi died and Leah also became Yavama, they both are Asabiyibim because now both are Anachesuk Kasai. Therefore, Mesa Shnia Mutabirishayna. If Leia the second Yavama dies, Rachel becomes Mutabiyibim, Shemdahavi Yavama Shahutra, Vinasra, Vachazra Vahutra, Taxala Terahrishna. Because since she was Mutabishas Nafila, although she became Asr in the interim, she now reverts to her status, Bishas Nafila. However, if Rachel the first Yavama dies, Leia remains Asabiyibim. My time. Because she was Asabashasnafila and remained so forever. Rav, however, holds that this klal applies only by an Isser Ever Dairaisa, but not in our case, which is an Isser Zika Dravana. The Gemara questions both Rabbi Yechanan and Rav from the Mishnah at the beginning of the parak. The Mishnah does not suggest giving Chalitza to the second one and being Biyabim the first one. Obviously, the Mishnah holds that if Yavama became Asr Biyabim any time, even Shalabishas Nafila, she remains Asr forever. Rav Yechanan answered, This Mishnah is not reliable. This discussion continues on the next half.